Welcome to Word Alive today. We're so glad you joined us. We'd like to look at the resurrection of Christ again today. And I'd like for us to start in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verses 35 through 58. But someone will say, how are the dead raised up and with what body do they come? Foolish one, what you sow is not made alive unless it dies. And what you sow, you do not sow that body that shall be but mere grain, perhaps wheat or some other grain. But God gives it a body as he pleases, and to each seed its own body. Now, if you sow corn, you're going to have a body of corn. You have a stalk of corn. If you sow wheat, you'll have a wheat. And if you sow cucumbers, you'll have cucumber vines or whatever. And if you sow tomato seeds, you'll have a tomato vine. But, you know, each seed is sown, and it also is given a body as it pleases the Father. And to each seed its own body. Now let's look at verse 39. All flesh is not the same flesh, but there is one kind of flesh of men, another flesh of animals, another of fish, and another of birds. There are also celestial bodies and terrestrial bodies, but the glory of the celestial is one, and the glory of the terrestrial is another. There is one glory of the sun, another glory of the moon, and another glory of the stars. For one star differs from another star in glory. So also is the resurrection of the dead. The body is sown in corruption. It is raised in incorruption. He's saying it, the body was sown in corruption, but it's raised in incorruption. Amen. Verse 43, it is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. It is sown a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. There is a natural body and there is a spiritual body. And so it is written, the first Adam, the first man, Adam, I'm sorry, became a living being. The first man, Adam, became a living being. The last man, Adam, became a life-giving spirit. Praise God. However, the spiritual is not first, but the natural and afterward the spiritual. He said the natural man is sown. But it's raised up a spiritual body. It was sown in corruption, but raised in incorruption. It was, he said that Adam was a life-giving being, but Christ, when he was raised, became a life-giving spirit. Amen? Verse 46, However, the spiritual is not first, but the natural, and afterward the spiritual. The first man was of the earth, made of dust. The second man is the Lord from heaven. As was the man of dust, so also are those who are made of dust. And as, and as is the heavenly man, so also are those who are heavenly. And as we have borne the image of the man of dust, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly man. He said we look like Adam, but when we're raised from the dead, and I'm saying when we were raised from the dead, if you could see yourself on the inside, the real spirit man that you are. You, you're a spirit that lives in this fleshly body. But if you could see on the inside of you, the real spirit man, you look just like Jesus. Amen. Because he says in verse 49, and as we have borne the image of the man of dust, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly man. Verse 50. Now this I say, brethren, that the flesh, that flesh and blood, blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does corruption inherit incorruption. 
says flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. And corruption cannot inherit incorruption. They said it had to change, didn't it? They said, you this old fleshly body that we have that wants to commit sin all the time, that wants to do the things, there's always a war between the spirit and the flesh. This is one thing he's talking about here, that there's always a war between the spirit and the flesh because this old flesh was born in the likeness, made in the likeness of Adam, but the spirit man, the real you on the inside of you, was created a new creature in Christ Jesus in the likeness of Christ himself. And he said here that uh, flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does corruption inherit incorruption. Verse 51, Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption and this moral must put on immortality. So when this corruptible has put on incorruption and this mortal has put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass a saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. He sent it to rapture. We are no longer going to be the same. We're going to have a glorious body. The body of Christ is going to be glorious. It will be a church without spot nor wrinkle. He said he's coming back for a glorious church, one without spot or without wrinkle. And he said death is swallowed up in victory. Verse 55, O death, where is your sting? And O hell, where is your victory? He's saying the sting of death is sin and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ purchased that victory for us. We shall all be changed in the twinkling of an eye. Those that are already in heaven shall come back in the resurrection of Christ. The rapture of the church shall take place. And those that are dead shall come back to get their bodies. They shall be raised with a glorious body. And those that remain shall be changed in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet, and the dead will be raised incorruptible and shall be changed. And corruptible, or corruption, has to put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So in other words, this old fleshly body we live in now is going to be changed. We'll have a glorious body that will never die, never be any sickness in it. There won't be any no desire for sin. You see the the fallen state of man, when man fell, it took on the nature of Satan, which is to sin. But when we are raised from the dead and the church is raised from the dead and uh, we have a glorious body, that sin nature won't be involved with us anymore. It will be taken away. We won't have to deal with that anymore. Then he said, oh, death, where's your sting? And oh, hell, where's your victory? He said, you don't have any victory over us. Because we are resurrected body of Christ. The bride of Christ shall rise. And you know what? The sting of death no longer has rule over you. If you're a child of God, when you die physically, you look forward to the day that happens because you'll be going into heaven itself. No longer concerned with what sin has upon you or 
concerned about the things of this world, but you'll be in heaven in a place of complete peace and joy and love. But we can have a little bit of that while we're here up on this earth. If we will be spirit-led and put the flesh in its place and no longer be flesh-ruled, but be spirit-ruled and love-ruled, then we can walk in victory every day of our life. We don't have to wonder about whether we can walk in victory. If you'll study Galatians chapter 5 and the fruit of the Spirit and the corruptible nature of flesh, of the flesh, all the desires of the flesh, then you'll understand that we can put those things in their place and walk in victory every day of our life now. We won't fight half the battles we have to fight because we won't be walking in that sin. And when you give yourself over to it and let the flesh rule it in any way, if you let the flesh rule, it's going to want to rule the rest of the time. But when you put it in its place and let your spirit rule and no longer let your flesh rule, then it gets weaker and weaker and your spirit man gets stronger and stronger. So you have to understand when you get stronger and stronger in the spirit and your flesh gets uh, weaker and weaker, then you, you put those desires under and you no longer have the desire to do the things you used to do. Now I know for sure. When I was born again, I'll give you this example. Uh, when I got born again, the, di the day before, I guess it was the day before, the night before. Well, the night before, I was drunk doing drugs. I was drunk because y'all get out, and I was doing drugs, smoking pot, doing everything, you know. And I mean, I was trying to live a life of sin, and I did a pretty good job of it. But the next day, I got born again in Trinity Insurance Company at 2 o'clock in the afternoon on Main Street, Sparta, North Carolina. My sister led me to the Lord. It's a long story. I don't have time to go into all of it. But when she did, she led me to the Lord, and my life completely changed. The next day on Monday, I went to work with the people I used to work with. Well, the first thing we did when we got off work was go get some beer. And then we'd usually light up a joint as soon as we got off of work, and then we'd go get some beer. But you know that I didn't light up a joint that day, and they went to the beer store, and I didn't get in. And they're going, what's the matter with you? What happened to you? And I'm going, I found what I was looking for, and his name is Jesus Christ. They're going, we can't believe this. You're the worst one. You used to be the worst one of us. And you don't want any beer. You, don't want, you didn't cuss all day long. You didn't do the things you used to do. What happened to you? Jesus Christ came into my life, and my life changed because I became a new creature in Christ Jesus. The desire for those things left. The flesh no longer had rule over me, but my spirit had rule over me, over my life, over this life that God gave me, and I no longer was the same and walking in the spirit instead of the flesh. And we in the body of Christ have to understand there's a war between the spirit and the flesh. And we have to understand that we are resurrected with Christ. We're seated in that place of authority. We no longer have to let the flesh rule us. We no longer have to let sin rule us. We no longer have to let those things of this world rule us. But we can rule over them. And then we have this to look forward to at the resurrection. We'll have a new body, a glorious body. And when we go to heaven... We won't have to fight those battles anymore. There won't be any more desire for sin because that'll be the last thing on our mind is the sin. It will be only one thing on our mind and in our spirit, and that is to love God with all of our heart, our mind, or say everything that we are will just love God. And if you'll do that today, you can walk in a little bit of heaven today. 
And some of the battles, I, I believe that a lot of the battles that the body of Christ are fighting, they say, you know, I'm fighting a battle today. Well, if you're fighting a battle, it could be a battle between the flesh and the spirit. Just tell the flesh to shut up and your spirit led and it no longer rules you. Amen. We have peace with God. You know, he is our hope. And because he is our hope, we have peace. Romans chapter 5, verses 1 through 2 says, Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we also have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Hallelujah. We can rejoice in hope of the glory of God. He is our hope. We have everything to look forward to. And not only in this life, but in that which is to come. We have the glory of God that resides upon us and in us. We're anointed by the Holy Ghost to do the works of Jesus. If we'll keep our mind on those things, that we're anointed by the Holy Ghost to do the works of Jesus, then we won't be doing some of the other things. Be, have your mind focused on uh, that I have peace with God. I don't longer have to fight these battles. The thing I'm looking forward to is going out and getting somebody healed. I'm getting somebody born again. I'm getting somebody, the lame to walk, the deaf to hear, the blind to see, so that you can change this world through the glory of God that's upon your life. Amen. And that's what Satan tries to keep you from. He tries to keep you into a place of thinking you've done so many things wrong that you could never do anything from God. That's a lie. You ask God to forgive you today, start walking in the Spirit, and then ask God to use you in every way he can, and he will, if you'll allow him. Now let's look at John chapter 16 and verse 33, and this is out of the Amplified Classic Edition. I have told you these things, John 16, 33, I have told you these things so that in me you may have perfect peace and confidence. In the world you have tribulation and trials and distress and frustration, but be of good cheer. Take courage, be confident, certain, undaunted, for I have overcome the world, I have provided it, I have deprived it of the power to harm you and conquered it for you. He said he overcame the world. He deprived it of the power to harm us and conquered it for us. He was raised from the dead and when he was, he conquered this world. He said, I have conquered it. It no longer has rule over me. It no longer has rule over you. If you'll accept me as your Savior, when you accept Jesus Christ as your Savior, then this world no longer has a hold on you because you automatically become a citizen of heaven. And those things that were once binding you, those things that were once Destroying your life or no longer in your life. You're a new creature in Christ Jesus and everything has changed. Amen. You have perfect peace. You have hope. You have the glory of God upon you. You have a future ahead of you that's called the glory of God. When you make it to heaven in a glorified body, a glorified body that's not the same as we have now, an old fleshly body. You will be sown in corruption, but raised in incorruption. Sown in weakness, raised in power. Say, I was sown in weakness, but I'm raised in power. In the baptism, I was sown in weakness. But at the resurrection, I was raised in power. 
Amen? We're no longer the same. The church is a powerful church, but a lot of people deny the power of it. They don't want to accept the fact that we are resurrected with Christ and we're in Him. It's all about some sweet day, but I'm here to tell you some sweet day we will all make it to heaven. But in this day right here we live in today, we have the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ who overcame the world and deprived it of the power to harm us, and he conquered it for us. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. We thank you so much. We love you. God bless you. If you would like to support our ministry, you can become a partner by clicking the support link in the description. You can also give by going to our website, wacba.org, and clicking on the giving tab. Thank you so much for supporting us to help us send the gospel around the world through our podcast. We pray God's blessings be upon you abundantly, and we thank you so much in Jesus' name.